when you made it to the WNBA, who's the first person to bust your ass? <laughs> the first person was Tarasi. Mm. And she like gave me this elbow in the game and I'm like, hold up. Like I'm I'm a rookie, but I ain't no punk. So I had to get aggressive back. But yeah. she was probably the first person to bust my ass. She was hard to guard. Yeah, she was. <laughs> Trust me. She's a great shooter. She's super smart. She knows exactly where to come off of the screens, get to her spot. So yeah, I had to level up with my defense because mm. coming in the league, I wasn't trying to play defense at first anyway. <laughs> you want to try to play D? Trying to get a bucket. I was trying to get buckets. That's what there that's what is. I used to do in college. So just like me, yeah. So you want to try to play defense? But you had to play D. It yeah. went to either you gonna play D or get embarrassed. That right, was like, exactly. it was like all right, I'm gonna choose the I'm gonna choose the lesser of the evils. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and try and play D. You know, I yeah. sit on the bench. Yeah, so, but you're a defender now, though. Yeah, and they put specifically put you on on their best scores to. To stop him, so now you a defender. Yeah, they now. changed my role. I, I got a coach way. that was like, I got my scores, so you either gonna play defense or you gonna sit on the bench. So I'm like, all right, cool. Then I can't shoot the ball twenty times. I'm trying to lock somebody up that's gonna shoot the ball twenty times. Live on location, we here in Atlanta. Yo yo, over here at the CNN yeah, yeah. facilities, we got. Action going on in the background. Don't don't worry about that though, cause we got legendary status in the building with us. We got the blackest one. You know that don't D Miles in the building <laughs> with us. And then we got the special honorary guest, Miss Ty Young in the building from the WNBA representing and blessing us with our presence. Appreciate you for coming through. Appreciate you for having me. Let's go. Yeah. Get it. Feel like that's how how I went in my career. I started out like coming out of college. It was like shh, I ain't never heard of playing defense. We didn't even play man to man in college. We played zone. I ain't even no principles or none. So it was like, man, you, you remember when I first got here? I'm like, I'm about to just score. Don't right. matter. I'm gonna rebound in the score. Then went to Phoenix. They was like, nah, you ain't posting up no more. Just shoot. <laughs> then I went from there to like, nah, you about to play defense or get sixty put on you by Kobe right. and Melo and LeBron. I'm like, all right. Then I became a defender. So when I see people that start out like that, like you was a bucket getter, but now they put you on the best defender. Mm-hmm. Like I got big respect for that. Thank you. But you just explained all that, and you ain't never been a defender in your life. <laughs> like why you just sit here and just lie that whole segment? Say, bro, you you need to quit it. You ain't never been a defender. Like in your I know life, when we bro. was together as Clippers, I was just trying to get buckets, and you was the lone ranger running out guarding whoever. Like. Late in my career, bro, that's how I, I stick around. So he gassed it. He wasn't a defender. Yeah, that was big gas. <laughs> hey, in the words of my good friend and neighbor, Drew Gooden, it's Googleable, people. You can Google it. I, I no lies told. It's Googleable. You know, we big Michael Jordan fans. You went to the same high school as Michael Jordan. So when you came out of junior high, it was no question. Was this the only high school in Wilmington? No, we had four or five in the area. But it was no question you was going to the one that Michael Jordan Yeah, to. that too, and my sister was already going there. My uh-huh. sister's three years older than me. Okay. So, I mean, that made it even better because, you know, I grew up in Wilmington, so I grew up a Michael Jordan fan. Yeah. So to go to the same high school was like How no was that to when see was, that jersey, like, hanging? Yeah, it was dope, you know. Um, they had his pictures, his jersey, everything around the gym. You know, like, this is the greatest player ever, and you're at the same <laughs> high school. So we got Jordans, Jordan gear. So it was cool. So let me ask you this. when you, At high school, 
did you like surpass any of MJ records at school? Like scoring? Yeah, I scored more points than MJ. Wow, that's a bar. That's a bar, right there. You feel me? Like, wait a minute. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? That's a humble brag if there ever was one, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, that's tough. So, so you got the you you like the all time score? Yeah, that's for the females. It was one guy that had more, but for the females, I was yeah. That's what's up. That's That's dope. dope. First time I met Michael Jordan, I was like, ah, I couldn't believe he cussed. <laughs> like, he was like, it's like he had the glow. You know, I don't know if y'all ever watched the movie with Last Dragon. Leroy! Bruce, with Bruce Leroy. <laughs> but Mike had that glow, like that ring around him when I when I first met him young. When you first met Mike, like, how did you feel? How was, how was that for you? I was speechless. Like, I was with my best friend. He had to talk for me because I couldn't say anything. I'm like... <laughs> He's like, there's MJ. You know, we were in Barney's. And I'm like, MJ? I'm like, who is MJ? Michael Jordan. I'm like, wait, what? And so when I saw him, I just froze. My stomach was hurting. Like, (laughs) I couldn't say a word. Like, he was talking to me, and I was just looking at him like, yo, you are the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) I was speechless. That's what's up. So it was amazing because it's been years, you know, coming from the same hometown. That was my first time ever meeting him. So I was, yeah, I was speechless. Who put the ball in your hand who installed the game of basketball my brother yeah, your brother yeah so my big brother he used to play oh before. he used to kick my ass <laughs> <laughs> and he used to play he didn't play college um like he went to a small high school but he was really good yeah. and he taught me and he helped me and it's like when i made it i was living a dream for both of us yeah so yeah who was the woman that you seen that you was like i want to be like her Teresa Weatherspoon. Weatherspoon. Yeah. Growing up, my yeah. um, my auntie was That's a Liberty a season one. ticket holder. Oh, so okay. she used to always take me to the Liberty Games. Mm. And I just loved her Legend. game, her energy, just how she was. Love. Her presence was always felt on the court. Yeah. So, yeah. In high school, you weren't like one of the top ranked players. No. In the state you was, but yeah. not like not in, the, in country. the nation. Yeah. Did you win state when you was in? Nope. You didn't win state. Never. Mm-hmm. Did you win Mrs. Basketball? For my region, Your I did. Region, yeah. yeah. So you was a late bloomer. Yeah. So when people start noticing you, when did that come? It was my senior year. Junior year, we were uh, at a North-South um, All-Star game, and I won MVP. Mm-hmm. And that's when different college coaches was like, well, who is this kid? I started AAU late. I didn't play AAU, but for two years, my yeah. sophomore mm-hmm. year and my junior year. Yeah. So schools didn't know who I was. And then at that point, it was kind of too late because I already had like my eyes set on the schools that I were interested in who showed me the most interest. I already interest. Had put that time yeah. in with mm-hmm. you, I feel you. So was, could it have been any other school outside of school that you chose? Was it a possibility you was going to go somewhere else? Not after the fact. Uh, Previously, I never thought about going to James Madison. You know, I was thinking of Carolina or NC State because those were the the big schools in my in the state that I lived in. Even when I was in high school, we used to go to those camps, NC State uh, team camp. So that's all I really knew. But then, as I started playing and teams started sending me prospect letters, those schools wasn't sending it until after that they saw me, and then they started sending letters. I'm like, it's too late now. You know, like, some people, they commit to a school and then they just, like, once this bigger school want to get me, they just were like, nah, I ain't going there no more. I recommit and yeah. go there. What made you not, like, recommit when bigger schools finally seen you and um, still go to jail? For one, I'm a loyal person. And for two, 
I wanted to go to a school to make a difference. I knew, you know, people were coming to me like, you can't make it to the WNBA going to James Madison. Where is James Madison? I never heard of this school. But the way the coach and the team made me feel when I went on my visit and with the communication, I felt valuable and I felt like that's where they really wanted me to be. So growing up, my mother always taught me, you know, go where you want it. And so that was the thing with JMU. And I just felt comfortable and I never wanted to turn my back on you know the the love that they were showing me from the beginning Straight to up. somebody else. That's what I say. Go where you appreciate it, not where you tolerate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Straight up. So at James Madison, you uh you there? When did it click that you just as good as the other girls in the country, even though you're not playing the bigger schools mm-hmm. like that, or you're not on TV, or you don't get in most of the pub as the Yukons, the Tennessees, right. or any other? When did it click that uh you was like uh I'm good enough to be one of the best players in the country? Probably my uh, sophomore year, I was invited to USA Basketball. You know, I I thought I did well, but of course it was about who you know and what school and all of that. So big names. Yeah, when I got sent home, I knew it was something else. But my coach was always good with scheduling games for non-conference against the higher-rate teams. Mm. And when I used to go to work and bust ass, I'm like, I'm just as good as these players, if not better. Yeah. Um, So... It was probably then my se- my sophomore junior year where I realized, you know, like it don't matter really at this point where I'm at, you know, as long as I'm getting buckets. But even then, they still question after I got drafted, you know, because I went to a mid major if I was good enough to be in the league. You get drafted to the dream, mm-hmm. and I know this is like a a dream come true. All of us want to get drafted and so forth. On so, how surreal was that when you? got drafted and a dream pick you up you going to Atlanta that's close to North Carolina right. I know you probably didn't been to Atlanta before and you were number eight yeah after yeah. like you know what I'm saying going right. to James Madison and flying under the radar you yeah. know what I'm saying not making a USA team right like you I know you got picked up with some people that made it or whatever oh, yeah. and all of that like I know that definitely was a, yeah so I was I was nervous but I was so excited I didn't my coach was telling me you know these are teams that are interested I can go this number I can go that number but you never actually think you're gonna go that high you know coming from a mid-major and you got all of these players from Tennessee do UConn at the draft so when my name was called I was just like shook up it didn't Were seem you real there? at Did all you go? yeah I was there I was invited yeah <sighs> that's dope. and so I remember whispering in my mom's ear like mom we made it I know that's gotta yeah. be sick to like how that not knowing feeling of whether you're gonna go high or low and then you go high right. like that when yeah. you weren't really like that's and dope. And people were still looking like, who is this? Right, kid? right. That's dope. That's <laughs> did dope. That, did that valid, validate your like confidence? Because I know like when I came up, it was like people was telling me like, oh man, you good, you this, yeah. you gonna go high, but it's like. I went through so much. It's like it's hard to believe. Right, it. definitely. And when it actually happened, it's like. Oh shit! They really did see what I was seeing in myself. Yeah, I um, I felt that way. You know, it's like I'm here, but it still was things that was happening because I was the eighth pick, and I still remember to this day all of the the top players. You know, they was having a conversation after they got selected with Rebecca Lobo. Yeah, and so I don't think they expected me because when I got calls, she was like, "Oh, we're running out of time." Like. How you running out of time? I'm the eighth pick. Yeah. But then here comes the third round, somebody from UConn, now y'all got time to interview her. Yeah, but you ain't have time to interview me, and I'm the eighth pick. Yeah. So, you know, it was things like that where I felt I still, you know, had, to had something yourself. to prove. Like, yeah. oh, okay, I see how it is. I'm going to take that. Yeah. 
I'm gonna remember it. Still to this day, twelve years later in the league, I'm like, you played me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, right, yeah. like, no, nah, that's real talk. Like, I, 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 I yeah. feel like I, I agree with that though. Like, I told one of my friends a, a long time because I was, you know, that's something that us as athletes, ball players, whether we watch the draft every year, no matter who it is, right? Wish the youngins well, know how they feeling, love to see the feelings. Like, I don't feel that those people up there, the analyst is doing their job that day. That should be the one day. That you can't be critical of these kids, right? I don't care what's going on, and you know it's certain stuff. Hey, you got to talk about this, but you shouldn't be because I remember, um, in, in particular, Jay Billis. I'm watching the draft, and it's like you know Josh Smith get drafted. This mm-hmm. when he went out of high school, and they like he like if they ever, we had to pick somebody, he would be my pick for the bust of the draft. I'm looking like man, what the. <laughs> Yeah. Like what? Why does that have to be said? Like we don't have to pick a bus. Like come on, man! Like everybody, this kid has ever known is seeing him today, right? Whether he's still normal or not, from grade school to kindergarten, everybody's right. ever known him. Whether he's still normal or not, this is his day. Yeah. And for y'all, this is females. This is y'all day. Like nobody should be able to be critical. Like do all that shit tomorrow. Right. Do all that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. The next day. But today, when you when you out there with your family, you going out there with your suit. This is your one shining moment for your life. This right. is a hit. Man, you shouldn't, nobody shouldn't be nowhere in that audience on the TV, on the program, talking shit about you. Yeah. yeah. No type of way, form, or fashion. Like, I don't care what he did to come out of school or whatever. Like, you know, nah, not right now, bro. Do all that shit in the recap. Talk about that tomorrow. <laughs> like, don't do that when my boy up here with his family, right. kids, yeah. crying and shit. You yeah. over here talking about, yeah, he gonna be the... Like, what? Oh, no, no I don't come want on, to bro. Like, that ain't cool. Or, time. like, that stuff you yeah. said happened. Like, I was excited, be... you know? Yeah. Like, oh, she man, like, what, am I, what is she going to ask me what I'm going to talk about? And yeah. I walked over, it's like, oh, we're running out of time. I was like, that's whack. Oh, yeah. okay. That's you know? Whack. <laughs> that's whack. That, that whole day posed to go so perfect right. for you. Like, like our day, we, we got a chance to experience it together. And it was just like, man, it was, it was so surreal. So you shouldn't have them moments. Like that, like yeah. But that's a you know them UConn people they stick together. <laughs> <laughs> so you get drafted to Atlanta Dream. Was Angel McCarthy there? No, yeah. she's a year after me. She's a year yeah. after you. Okay, okay. So you play for the Dream, and then you play for a year. Mm-hmm. You're in Atlanta just for a year, and then you go to the Windy City. Yes, Chicago. Chicago. You I spend see. you spend time there. So I know. Your first year was kind of, you know, it, it was different. It was like you trying to feel yourself out. But mm-hmm. in Chicago, you had a couple of years to kind of feel the city, you know, get your friends, know your Great routine. City. It is. I love Chicago. Stuff, you know, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, Homie in the back almost lost his mind in Chicago for it, too. Don't worry about it. We ain't going to tell nobody. We ain't going to tell nobody. So, uh, in Chicago, like, how was it playing for the Chicago Sky? It was different. I was still young. You know, I came in my rookie year for Atlanta and I had that scoring mentality yeah and you know early my coach was like you're not in college no more yeah. you know use your teammates everybody play together because as soon as I touch the ball I'm trying to score yeah. that's all I knew and so then I was traded to Chicago and it's like I had to start all over again I'm on yeah. a new team and I had to find my way the girls were very welcoming but it was different I was away from home yeah. um but the city was love I I adjusted as I said my coach told me I have my scores. If you want to play on this team, were you, defend. Were y'all were y'all practicing at Quest? Yeah, downtown. I remember yep. that because mm-hmm. I I remember this was like coming up toward the end of me working out with Tim Grover, like my last yeah. couple years, and like I remember because Sylvia Files came, then she used mm-hmm. to be in that dunking that thing. We used yeah. to be all be in that tripping. Like Dupree used to be there with y'all. Like I remember. Yeah. Seeing y'all practice and like us walking by, going to the weight room over there and all that stuff. So I remember that team. Yeah, 
It was cool, um, and it was fun practicing at Quest because we got to see you guys, the NBA players, come through, and it was all love. I really loved Chicago. I was there for nine years, so it's like a second home to me. Summertime shy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vegas get a team. Vegas only had a team for what two years? Two years. Two years, and uh, it's Vegas. Yeah. I know, like, have you? Did you ever think that you would be living? In Las Vegas, and or spending that much time in Las Vegas, playing there too, because yeah. it seems like y'all games be lit. Yeah. yeah, our games, our fans are amazing. You know, like every home game, we know it's going to be a great crowd. Yeah, yeah. Um, I never imagined playing in Vegas. I'm from the East Coast. Yeah. you know, so going out west is far, yeah. but. The fans, they make it amazing. Our organization is super good. So I love it. You know, it's, it's been a great time for two of my last two years there. I had y'all winning the WNBA championship this year. Yeah. I feel like y'all squad, y'all got a deep squad, y'all got a deep bench, y'all got stars, y'all got everything that y'all need. And the shot that your teammate made from half court, I felt like, oh, yeah, luck is on your side. Right. When you win a championship, you got to play hard. You got to stay disciplined. You got to have a little bit of luck. Right. So when I seen that, I said, oh, yeah, they're going to win it. Oh, this day right. year, they're yeah. going to win it. So I know y'all y'all lost, but y'all coming back with the same basically core and so forth. On What you look forward to next season coming in with it? Because it's kind of like y'all first year kind of – really getting together. Y'all just got Cambridge, you just got yeah, you. We changed, like, um, you know, made some few changes last year, but right now I'm a free agent. Oh. So I don't know, you know, if I'll be there or if I'll be somewhere else. So Oh, and, and, they, just, and yeah. they just changed the, they just changed the contract yeah. law. So, you, hey, we free need to run it up. came at now. the right time, you yeah. know? Yeah. Hey, we <laughs> so need to run like, it up, like, now. On that, How do you feel about those, you know what I'm saying? Because it, I feel like it I mean obviously A lot of people feel like Those things should have been in place mm -hmm. But you know The different flights And the travel Like we talked to Candace And it was just You know she mentioned A lot of those things That got upgraded And improvements for y'all How do you feel about The new CBA And a lot of the improvements That have been made For you women I feel like it, it's amazing It's definitely You know a great step In the right direction um, some of the things that we were having to deal with, like the flights, you're sitting in the back of a plane. Yeah. Luckily, in Vegas, we didn't have to deal with that. Bill was already booking us Delta Comfort or whatever airline we were flying, Comfort seats. Mm, yeah. Like, he's all his mentality has always been about the players. Yeah. So we were fortunate already to be, you know, getting some of those perks. But now it's league-wide, and which it, those things are important. When you're on the road, players having to share rooms. Like, we're grown women, Ridiculous. you know what I'm saying? Ridiculous. I used to pay extra when I was younger before I got my own room just to have my own room. Yeah. But it's just, the you know, those little things that, that changed already, you know, also the money, but just those little things are big factors. Those people that were already doing that for you, for you guys mm -hmm. as a team, that they, they should be saluted and touted because right. they, they definitely impacted the league's doing that because they can't have one team being treated better than others and right. then they help make that set the standards what I mean so they need to be saluted for that definitely it kind of makes sense that you said that Bill was doing those things for you because we just had Isaiah mm -hmm. in and we talked to him about a lot of things and the bad boys and the Pistons in particular they were like the trendsetters in the league that started he talked about it how they were the first team to start staying in five-star hotels, mm -hmm. start traveling and got their own private plane and started doing those different things. So from what you're saying, it seems that he's still continuing on the same type of oh, bad definitely. boy mantra and doing the same things and impacting the WNBA in the same way that the NBA impacted it. So just talk about Bill doing those things and how it is playing for him as a, you know, his, his – 
his Pistons and his bad boy attitude and mentality because, like Zeke was saying, he was one of the ones who never really deterred from that and that he really embraces the team aspect of the team game. Yeah, you know, Bill, he's definitely a player's coach. He's going to keep it real with you. He's very blunt. So I feel if you're, you know, mentally tough, you can handle it. But I've always respected direct coaches that tell you what they want and tell you what it is. But also, as far as, like, off the court, he takes care of the team. He's like, these are the players. You want to make sure they're comfortable and make sure we don't have to worry about anything outside of basketball as far as, like, where we're living, the things that we need. He even, you know, made a job available on the team for someone to just take care of the players. It's like, whatever you need. If you get a flat tire, yeah. If you if something is wrong, you call this person, and they're going to take care of it. That's dope. And even, like, when we're flying, it's like my players are not sitting in the back. You know, it's just little things like that that we some as players people, yeah, we appreciate. appreciate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, and notice. And, and you have people that, you know, they don't think about those things. But Bill, like you say, he was a player, and they had that macho in Detroit, and I feel like he just carried it on. People's talk about Bill or if you ask about how he is as a coach they always say you know he takes care of the team for sure mm. salute Bill yeah salute, Bill. real one you a shoe fanatic you love shoes what I made do. you be well you're a hooper so I, I know that's what you always have tennis shoes but what was about it that you had to have like different styles kind that you just kind of got a crazy more love than a regular shoe person I always been into shoes since I was younger but my parents couldn't afford them. So I was used to getting, you know, non-name brand shoes unless until it got to a point where I got it for a holiday or I worked for it. Oh. And so as I got holidays. older, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't getting a holiday kit. HJ 900 Pro Wings. <laughs> <laughs> then we got upgraded Air Force Ones for 55. That was, okay. best. that was as good as they got, so I stuck there. Yeah. But, I, I was I that. was blessed. Like I was I was in seventh grade wearing an eighteen, so it was like I might as well buy wow. the best kind of shoe when we wanted Wait, to Wait, what size up. you wear now? Eighteen. Wow, so you've been wearing that since seventh grade. <laughs> since seventh Do grade. You understand. Them things is skis. Okay. <laughs> that is, those are not <laughs> shoes. Those are skis. Almost boats. Wait out yeah. to tell what you should be like. I don't know. Trust me, I done heard them all. Oh, <laughs> man. See what I did? I done heard them all. Right. <laughs> Fool in the lunchroom. But yeah, I just I just love them, especially like the OGs, um, the pairs that I couldn't get as a kid. I made it an issue to get, you know, as I got older. And then it's like now the world, everyone is a sneakerhead. So yeah. like brands are creating more and it's just getting out of hand now. I think, was, I think that's why the Lord blessed me because he knew how much I loved them shoes when I was little <laughs> and I could never get yeah. them and how much I wanted to get them. And I ain't even used to be one of them kids going to my pop like, Papa, I knew it wasn't happening. Right. It was just like, just wishful thinking. Like, well, when we got, you know, when you get to high school, you get good. Hey, you start kicking your shoes. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Then we got signed. Well, we got signed together. You couldn't tell. Uh, like, just imagine being able to get anything you see in the store, it's, it's already at my house. <laughs> like anything that you see at the store And it's been at my house for a good month or two Like, yeah. like by the time it Like man I was like oh That's a man blessing. The what Lord was, is good yeah. What was that shoe your parents didn't buy your shoe Or they couldn't afford the shoes But what was that shoe that when you finally like crossed over Like no I gotta have that one I'm gonna save up I'm gonna do whatever But I gotta get them right there The Concord 11's 
I was in the ninth grade. That's one of the goat shoes yeah. of all time. And I seen this that's kid a, with him on. That's a high on. five moment. <laughs> I seen this kid with him on. I remember he had like the black and white striped shirt, some black jeans, and the Concord. Oh, he and swagged that it out too. Yeah, that <laughs> and I was like, yo, I need those. Yeah. I begged my daddy to buy those. So <laughs> I ended up getting them, and yeah. I wore them out till the patent started cracking. What's your top five shoes? Your favorite five shoes of all time was the five that you would say that your favorite five. So the Concord 11s, the Chicago ones, Air Max 95, the, mm. the Neon, the original ones, the Stan Smith Adidas. This is a classic woman. I can appreciate yeah. that. This is um, very classic. I don't have a fifth one. Did I say five? The Air Max, four. the Jordan. What's your favorite shoe to play in? The 11s? I don't really like playing in those. I used you to. You don't want to mess them up yeah. or something? Yeah. But I used to, but as I got older, now I gotta, you know, make sure my feet are comfortable and playing on defense. I gotta make sure I got enough good enough grip, you know. Yeah, for me, the, my favorite hooping Jays have always been the tens and yeah. the thirteens because they got a little more room in them. I yeah. feel like I could throw my two, three pair of socks on, whatever, and it still got. I felt like the elevens get a little narrow on your feet, but the tens and the thirteens. The 10s are super comfortable, and Legends. I've always hooped in Chris uh, sneakers as well. Yeah. His shoes was comfortable. I uh, I love the plaid and leather. I just feel like I just look good out there. Oh, yeah, I you definitely look good. <laughs> got the like, anything I do yeah. is just like a moment. You never had a shoe contract. No. Like, you one of the more famous people about shoes and so forth. On Why you haven't signed a shoe contract, or have you even pursued? I haven't had one? the opportunity. You haven't had the opportunity. I've had people, you know, talk about it. But when it's time to send a contract, they never did. Yeah. So. Mm. Who would you love if you can be with anybody? Who would you love to be with? That's yeah, great. you know. I would, I wanted to say it. Jordan Brand, of yes, course, you know. Right. It's, it's a no-brain. I went to Laney High School. I oh played in Chicago God. for nine years. Yeah. You know, that's what and other people expect it. She, you know what she, she, she scored more points than MJ in high school. <laughs> being the same that should field. be rewarded, right? You feel me? I feel that. Your but, jersey up there, too, right? Yeah, my I know jersey you, up there, too. Her jersey yeah. in the same <laughs> rap okay. you feel right me? next to the goat. <laughs> Two goats. So I'm I going around I could have hooped in the Laney's. I could have wore the Laney t-shirts and Jones. I really was there. You feel me? It's in line with what I do. It's in right. the books, baby. <laughs> so now it's, you know, it's at the point, like you said, I'm into fashion. So I feel like at this point, any brand that I was able to sign with, I could rock off and, and help it out tremendously. Let me ask you this. Like, I uh, had a lot of shoes, but I gave a lot of shoes to, like, kids mm -hmm. who uh, couldn't get shoes that were my size in, like, high school, junior high, whatever. Q has storage units full of shoes. Talking about right now. Right I know now, you have still, a lot of shoes. Yeah. Where do you keep your shoes? I don't have as many as Q for sure. <laughs> but I just moved. So prior, I had a shoe room. A shoe room. So I Whole had bedroom. a bedroom that I made just for my shoes. So they're in a closet. Right now, I have them um, in containers that I have in storage as well. But see, I don't, I'm not a hoarder. And I hate oh, having to move see, all my, my shoes. my wife see this. She just used the word. So then I get, I get rid of a lot as well. The more that I As accumulate, in, yeah, you, you, I start you, getting rid you of. You start getting rid of. You start yeah. blessing people. That's yeah. where I need to get better. And getting rid of some shoes. Yeah. Like, don't laugh. It overwhelms me just looking at all the shoes that I don't wear or can't wear. Don't. I don't have to see them. You don't care. So I got two I got two big boys coming. Okay. I know for a fact 
They feet might get bigger, but at yeah. some point they gonna wear fifteen. Yeah. And they gonna love me for it. For sure. <laughs> they gonna love me for it. They gonna have the run of the mill. When I say they have they have a foot locker. Yeah. I'm talking about from regular joints to the most elite joints. They could go from regular degler to they ain't worried about no shoes. They won't be like their daddy was yeah. in grade school or high school. They ain't like me now. Like they killing everything now. I'm blessed with Jordan Brand be sending them stuff. So they killing them. My look my little show, what they call them, D Mile? Flavors. Flavors. <laughs> yeah. That's what they call them. Flavor. I want them flavors. Chris Paul. He's one of my favorite players. I would love to play with him. I would hate to play against him. Right. You know what I'm saying? His attitude, I like a, a lot about Chris Paul. Can you tell me what you think about Chris Paul's game as an NBA player and as a basketball player and what he means to you being in your life? I think you made a valid point where you were saying you would hate to play against him. You know, a lot of people in the league, Chris is my friend and I hear stories they they don't like him. Nah. He's a competitor. Yeah. He's a dog. He wants to win. Yeah. And that's how he plays. Yeah. So if you're playing against him, you're not going to like him. But he's also a good teammate. He always takes care of the younger players. He He's a leader. Yeah, I love his game. Um, as a friend, we're close. He's like a brother to me. We've gotten you know close over the years. So he's a valuable person in my life, for sure. Those things that were, like how you say people don't like him, I was always thrown off by that. Cause you know, we met CP as a, was he still in high school or college? still in high school. Mm-hmm. So we met him when he was really young, when he first started coming to Jordan camp. By then, we had already been counselors there. Now we were in the NBA and we were living in LA. So it was literally like an hour drive for us to get there. And we like, we know it's gonna be some good bump up there because mm-hmm. they got the best college players. And you know, we had been there. So we like, we're gonna go up there and play in the, in the counselor game. So that was when we first met him. But like from day one, super cool, Person book chill down earth dude and love the hoop and yeah. he was Very sick like because like you know so yeah. you remember MJ put him on our team it was me you him MJ and one other and we, we ran the court yeah. like you know what I'm saying <laughs> it was like that that year in particular it was it was it was some sick competition up there they had Gilbert Rennie's Richard Jefferson Jason Garn all of the camp, Arizona kids it was like all the kids from all around the country the Feltons from UNC yeah. Sean May Shark McCants all of them was there. And so that was like when I first saw, like, yo, we all kind of saw me, him, and MJ. You know, we sit out at the end. MJ say, yo, yeah, he stick out. They know how to play. Yeah. Like, and it was like to see somebody at such a young age be able to be the general on the floor. Mm-hmm. That was when I Take knew control right then. Yeah. Then, like, yo, he I don't know. know what type of score he gonna be, but like this boy <laughs> know how to run the show. Like yeah. he was out there, like, and it was like, Navigating man, it. yeah, that was when we first knew, like, okay. He's special. Then we saw Felton and saw him, and it was like that was when we first started to know him and get to know those guys. But I, I always saw the same thing because you know he had that competitive side. You'll yeah. see, you might jab somebody in the stomach, like oh shit, like yeah, yeah he did that. Like hey, we out here, you right. know what I'm saying? But you respected that, and so I agree with you. Like it was the same thing. Like you, you love to play with him. You don't want to play against him, type deal. How much have you benefited for him being with Jordan Brand? Do CP send you a shoe? I know this is, is, the, is he the, the plug? Like, hey. He's supposed to be the plug. He sent me his shoes. What That's about dope. everything else? No. I'm looking into the camera, Chris Paul. You know, I don't really like to ask. 
for things either. You know what yeah, I'm saying? We, I already know, know he got a lot of people everything. that he's yeah. you know looking yeah, after. He do. Yeah, he right. So I appreciate you know when he sent me his kicks. That's real though. Nah, kicks. that's real though. Because yeah. those so are those to, are rare. People yeah, can't get the family right. and friends joined. So that's that's still you still being the plug, bro. I ain't gonna get on you too hard. Yeah, we was you know trying to make a situation where I could be under Jordan Brand or be you know under him with Jordan Brand, but you know that didn't fall through. So. Mm. You got a clothing line. Yeah. Tie clothing line. Why not add the shoes with the clothing line? Because you, evidently, you got all the swag and the style. And like, why not? Why not just try to create your own shoe? I mean, I came out with a shoe before, like a casual shoe, not a basketball shoe. Um, It did pretty well. It's a lot harder finding the the right production company for shoes than it is for clothes. Mm -hmm. So I just haven't. You know, ventured out in that aspect that far, yet. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about the clothes. Top brand. Your hoodie is super dope that Thank you got on. She right gonna now. get us one. Yeah, she already asked our yeah. size and like, y'all gonna see it. with us one time. You feel me? So, um, what made you get into fashion? Because we know you love shoes, mm-hmm. so now you into the clothes. And I, um, I hear a lot of people when I see you. I, I like the way you dress, like you how you present yourself. So, what made you league fit? Want to put it out there for everybody? <laughs> I see to, you. Well, it initially started with um, the fans when I was in Chicago. They wasn't selling my jersey, and I was one of the fans' favorite. But I wasn't, you know, the superstar where they would sell the jersey. So it started with you know I like t-shirts. This. For the fan base to have something that represented me, yeah, it started with just logos, little Ty One logo, and it went well. You know, started doing better than I actually thought, and so I was like, okay, let me venture out to hats and hoodies and joggers and socks, and that's just how it went. Now it's more so I started doing things with phrases or words. Yeah, I love that the message. That's what I love you know? the message. Like, believe yeah. in yourself, be yourself. Right. I think that's a, you know what I'm saying, a powerful message, especially to the youth and just people in general because I think in this in this era yeah. or generation or whatever you want to call it with the social media, it's so much so much fraudulent behavior. People out there trying to portray and be things they not when right. it's like you can only be you. That's the only person available. Everybody else taking up. It's, it's no matter what you try and put that front on for it's, we all going to see you eventually. Right, so yep. just yeah. go ahead, choose up, and be who you are. So I, I love that, that that messaging on there. Thank you. The NBA has teams now. They have these different type of jerseys. I like the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. The, mm-hmm. uh, the San Andreas. The San Andreas yeah. type jersey. I like the the best style from Brooklyn. Yeah. So no, Definitely. There's a couple of them I like. Which ones that stuck out to you that you thought like, oh man, them dope, dope colors? I definitely wanted the uh, the best style one, the yeah. the Brooklyn one. That's, yeah. That joint hard. That was dope. Growing up, you know, always visiting my aunt in New York, yeah. knowing from about best style, yeah. I just, it related more to me. Brooklyn Nets, man. Get Ty Young a best style jersey. Yeah, Send it to her with her name on it. Hook it up, man. This is nothing for y'all PR department. This is easy. You got an ex-PR department from the Knicks. We know how this goes. Make it happen, man. T. Young. Who has the best-looking jerseys in the WNBA? Our jerseys are the best. The Aces. Yeah. The Aces was the flat. The black with the red. Yeah, the got the red, red on the, the side. The across the front. Even the red ones that we wore this year yeah. was super dope. I had so many people trying to get my jersey. Yeah. You know, it's like, I need that. Because they didn't sell the red ones. They sold the black ones. Yeah. Th- them definitely one of my yeah. favorites. For you, like, so for us, obviously, well, for the world, obviously, Jordan is the is the GOAT. For you, who is the female version of Jordan for you that you grew up looking at was, like, the best female player to you? Growing up, it was Cynthia Cooper. And for me, growing up, I was a point guard. 
So I always watch point guards play. Mm-hmm. And that's why how Teresa became a favorite and how Cooper was one of my favorites too. That's who you pat in your game after. Yeah. She used to raise the <laughs> And I used to do all type of stuff like that in college. Yeah. So, yeah. It's party. I know what I want to know. Cause you said like me, you grew up, we all grew up, you know, a little, you know, not the richest or whatever, not the most fortunate. So when you first start getting the money, when you look back now, you 12, 13 years deep, what is it that you bought where now the 13, 12 year vet looking back like you was tripping? But even though then, even though you know you was yeah. tripping, like it was like this was every bit worth it at the time when I did it. I was spending money on designing everything clothes belts bags shoes and now i look at it like i don't care about none of that yeah. and so ain't that crazy yeah. how we go through that process Man, coming in the league i was spending that my money, money on louis everything. gucci yeah. this, and then you be looking back like bro i got so much stuff that literally i don't use like my, my wife yeah. found out this consignment type place oh, yeah. where you could man, <laughs> man what we could sell this shit like right. get rid of all right. of it i don't need i don't use none of the it. I don't use it. Man, look, dead serious. That's real talk right there. Consign all this stuff. Yeah, take it all. Uh, my mom passed away from cancer. Your uh, pops passed away from mm-hmm. cancer. After they passed away, you decided to do the American Cancer Foundation? Yes. Be an ambassador yes. for it. What made you, well, I know what made you choose. What made you go that hard into it? Well, when my father was diagnosed, I've never heard of pancreatic cancer. Mm-hmm. So I started Googling and trying to figure out, you know, what it was, how do you get it? And then I felt after that, if I didn't know what it was and I had someone that close to me, a lot of other people didn't either. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to do more to make it an awareness because, you know, everyone knows about breast cancer more so than, you know, a lot of other. Yeah. And so I just felt like with my platform and with how it affected my family, I could do more to, you know, bring awareness to it. So you play a lot overseas in a lot of different places, and I hear a lot of different stories from, you know, both women and men. I got partners that played overseas and different type of stories. How was your overseas experience, and, and was it, you know, what did you think of your years in different places? Did you like them? Did you not? Hold on, hold on, before you start. How was Brazil? Brazil was beautiful. Brazil. Um, yeah. Brazil. I like Brazil a lot. The weather was nice. I was on the beach. Um, it was hot. That's why you want to know about Brazil. Yeah. You know about Brazil. the beach and the Brazil. Yeah. The league wasn't, Other things. you know, that big. Yeah. But I still enjoyed it. You enjoyed it over yeah. there. Hold on. Yeah, we got to talk about Brazil first. <laughs> then we can get to all the other stuff. So how was the rest of the place? Israel was probably one of my favorite as far as it's being Americanized and everyone speak English. You, was it Tel Aviv? I played in Herzliya and Asdau when I was in Israel. But for me, overseas, it was tough. I wasn't really on top teams like that, except for one year in Israel. And, like, Israel isn't at the, the top, you know, at of the margin as far as the team. So it was tough for me. I felt like I could have been on better teams. Mm-hmm. But it's the same as they go with WNBA stats or, you know, the WNBA stars, it kind of – goes over for overseas the the top teams that's who they want as well right. you come over here and you play a season in WNBA and then you go overseas and come back it's like playing two seasons mm-hmm. for two different teams in two different countries like twice a year how's the grind of doing that and then coming back and doing that it's definitely for the love of the game it's it's tough it wears on your body and that is a reason that I used to take years off like I went five years straight WNBA and overseas 
And then I took some overseas time off yeah. mm. because I'm a stickler with taking care of my body. Yeah. And I believe that's why a lot of women have these nagging injuries or have different injuries that prolong because you don't take a break because you're, yeah. you know, chasing that bag yeah. and you're not really taking care of your body. So. How, how was the practices over there? Because I was that's hearing like, like, heard. it's the, like two a day. the practices yeah. is like crazy over there. Depending on what country, yeah. a lot of the countries, and that was one reason why I used to go to Israel, we practice once. Yeah. But a lot of the countries <laughs> you practice twice a day. In the morning it's more like a shooting practice and then in the evening it's like a get after it practice. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It just depends on the country that you're in and what that coach wants. When I was in China, they practiced twice a day and yeah. was just running. But I had it in my contract where I only practiced once. Mm-hmm. But it was a lot to see those little girls, the things that they were having them do, it was a lot. I've enjoyed the experience. There's countries that I would never have been if it wasn't for basketball. So I was super blessed for those opportunities. But I love being at home. So now I'm just, I'm kind of done yeah. with overseas. Yeah. yeah. And well, the contracts went up, so it's kind of yeah. a better opportunity to just stick around. You don't have to go in. Just try to get the extra money. Definitely. So Your favorite five women players of all time. You don't got to be the usual top five. Just who you like the most. Tina Thompson, Teresa Weatherspoon, Cynthia Cooper, Swoops. And comments. Yeah. <laughs> I would put myself, of course. <laughs> but Tarasi. Tarasi. Yeah. Hey, we like to play start, bench, or cut, right? To me, it's a fun game, but I want to. I, I like these three young boys that's coming up, and I feel like all of them kind of getting disrespected on the All Star edition of things. Because I think, I think we as a league need to really identify and put out there what the standards of voting is. Like, mm-hmm. are we? Is it an individual award? Is it a team award? Is it what your team record is? We need to identify so people won't be upset. Right. Because in my opinion, he, all three of these dudes are all-star caliber level players. So I'm going to ask you who, you, who would you start bench cut? Bradley Bill, Devin Booker, and Zach Levine. All three studs. Yeah. All three of them is, is superstars in the making, and they big boy balling at the two guard. I'm going to start Brad, I'm going to bench book, and I'm going to cut Zach. Mm. Mm. Another one. Another one. Tarasi Cooper Weatherspoon. Who would you start bench cut? Man, that's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Tarasi Weatherspoon and Cooper? Mm, that's a tough Wow. One. That is a good one. That's tough, man. It's crazy. Start they gonna hear about cut. who you cut. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't care. It's all the um, theme based. Yeah. All good. It's no disrespect. All of them in the category because they all cold. So nobody lose. Right. I'm starting teaspoon. Coming off the bench with Coop, and mm-hmm. I gotta cut DT. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. When it comes to the NBA right now, like outside of CP3, because we know that's your partner. Who who do you who do you like like who would you go like if they came to Atlanta and you ain't got nothing to do you got a chance like I want to go see this dude playing person because I whatever they do I'm rocking with them I'm a fan of how they play like somebody that I mean I, I mean obviously we all know the Lebrons the the Giannis's those are the the clear cut we know guys mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but who is somebody else that you maybe a young guy or maybe a middle you know in the middle of his career type guy that we wouldn't just jump off the page as that you want to go to the arena and see play well he's also my friend but he's not like a big star jordan 
for uh, Washington. McCray? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Now, he a bucket yeah. getter. Yeah. He's and a bucket getter, for yeah. real. Even when he was in the G League to coming back. Cleveland, to the, when he yeah. had that stand in Cleveland. Yeah. Getting, yeah. I remember Anytime I was scouting men, court, so I was matter. I was a pro yeah. scout, so I used to. The minute he's going after it. He and I is love a to watch bucket, that. Yeah. for real. Jordan McCray. And yep. right now, he'll get 30. Like, somebody, Brad Bill or somebody get hurt, he'll have 30. Yep. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> he just did it not too long ago. He had, like, 32 or something. When B. Bill had missed a couple games, he definitely... He a bucket. That's that's a cool answer right there. Yeah. We definitely appreciate you coming through, rocking with us, yeah, blessing us with you. the presence. I appreciate y'all having me. Yeah, you know, we pleasure. keep goats on here. We think you one of the goats. So I appreciate that. Appreciate having. You. This is actually the blackest one's creation. We came with the black box, so okay. like trying show love. I guess you know you got the merch in the hoodie, yeah. so we know we want to try and you know show love. This the same one he got on. I <laughs> little hat, little t-shirt. Yeah, I appreciate it. And then we got very, very special uh, sponsors. Okay, Hennessy. That's so slow. Sip that slow. Yeah, sip the slow. Yeah, so you know. Appreciate theplayerstribune.com